A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Honeybees are actually not native to Wisconsin, so there's a bit of a science to help honeybees through the heat waves or the extreme cold we see in the upper Midwest. Corey Grady is an urban beekeeper out of Eau Claire. He's also a part of the Chippewa Valley Beekeepers Association. He helps beginner beekeepers get started. He tells me about how to keep those honeybees healthy, but first tells me a little bit about his own operation. I run six hives. I'm also part of a community project with a community apiary um, located also in, that one's in Chippewa Falls, where we are mentor new beekeepers on beekeeping techniques and there we have about 27 hives. Uh, We also put on beekeeping classes for new beekeepers, uh, beekeeping 101, 102, 103. There in Chippewa or at the Beaver Creek Reserve we hold those classes. Um, They're three one-day classes for anybody that wants to get involved. Now I want to talk about what it takes to keep bees, especially with the weather. We've been having a pretty cool spring, then a heat wave. I'm curious how the bees have been doing, uh, especially the ones that come into Wisconsin from out of state, and how they adapt to that weather. Well, most bees, um, this time of year, a bee's life is only about 52 days long. So the bees that we started with in the spring are not the bees that are running and foraging now. So that's something to consider. So the ones that are being born right now, you know, and foraging, um, they're more accustomed to the temperature. Uh, In high temperatures or high humidity, the bees control the temperature within the hive. They will come outside the hive of what we call bearding, and they'll stay on the outside of the hive versus inside, and they will fan air inside the hive to temperature control. They're very smart, you know, so um, just on the flip side, if it was cold, everybody would be inside and they would cluster together to stay warm. So they've got it figured out. Anything you ever do as a keeper, though, just to maybe help them out, or do you not even have to? Um, in the summer times, when, especially when it's really, really warm, we will help out by pinning ventilated tops on, on the top so it's not trapping all the heat inside and all the humidity. So ventilation is part of the hive, um, so we want to make sure that it is ventilated properly for the bees. Do bees have a perfect temperature that they like it at? 96. 96 is what normally a honeybee will keep the whole hive at, and that is summer or winter. So if it becomes over 96, that's when you'll see the bearding on the outside of the hive, and that's when they fan it off to keep cool it down. In the wintertime, they cluster together, so they keep the hive at 96 degrees also. But there's more than weather that you have to think about when keeping bees. What about uh, problematic insects that may bother them, animals, or even disease? Well, let's talk about animals. Animals, a lot of people that keep their um, hives in an open setting. We have some type of electric fence to keep out skunks, raccoons, bears, things of that sort. Everybody knows bears love honey. You've seen them on cartoons. You've seen it in real life. Um, They will tear apart a hive in order to eat eat the honey. So that's what we do to protect them from animals or from the outside. Now, something else to keep the bees healthy is... um, what we try to battle right now is the varroa mite so people use different types of um, treatments in order to maintain that mite level when the mite levels are high 
um, your bee, bee colony is very weak. The varroa mite is basically sucking the, the fat out of a bee in order for them to survive, which weakens the bee. And then they, they don't survive. As we move into a fall, I know we don't want to think about temperatures dropping yet, but when we get there, I guess what's on top of mind for you looking ahead just in the next couple months? Well, the next couple months are very important. Right now we're in peak, um, we call it the honey flow. Um, there's a lot of flowers, a lot of pollen, a lot of nectar out there. So they, the bees are really working hard right now. So they're bringing in as much as they can. Now once we get to about the middle, late um, weeks of August, that's when we start thinking about extraction of how much honey was produced, how much we have to leave for them, and then we start our winter preparation of making sure that the bees are healthy with any uh, treatments that we might use, and then prepare them in o October right away, and we try to wrap them. Um, some people wrap the bees that keep them here in the north. Uh, to try to maintain some of that heat inside so they don't have to work as hard to keep the temperatures up in, inside the hive. Okay. And then, you know, other um, beekeepers may transfer their bees down south, you know, whether it's Florida, Georgia, Texas, uh, California, wherever the pollination is needed. Again, later in the months of September, they will do their mite treatments and, and make sure everything is clean and ready for transportation. Is it common to lose bees during the winter? in the north? It is common. Um, unfortunately, the survival rate up here in the north of everybody keeping them here is about 60%. Um, one thing of, with that with that bee loss is that 50%, 40% that is surviving, you able to split that hive that coming out of the winter into two so you can kind of recoup your loss. Um, so that is the challenging thing of um, there is no native honeybee you know, to the United States in general. We have native bees, but they're not native honeybees. So everything that we can do to help, we try to do that. Uh, a little bit of a, so obviously these are some challenges that you face, but it's clearly an enjoyable occupation or hobby, depending on the size of your operation. Tell me, uh, through your educational and outreach role, how are you seeing interest? What does interest look like? Are you seeing high demand? Are people curious about keeping bees? There is a lot of curiosity on keeping bees. Um, there is a lot of need for pollination, especially here in Wisconsin, whether it be you're running alfalfa, whether you're pumpkins, whether you're an apple orchard, any of that. So the demand for pollination is very high. So that, that's very important. Uh, to keep people involved, something special that the Chippewa Valley Beekeepers does is we have a youth scholarship program where we try to get youth in between the ages of 12 and 16 involved and run them through the classes. We spend two years with them throughout that whole process. And then at the end of two years, if they want to continue beekeeping, we give them all the equipment and everything they need for free. Everything you need to know about beekeeping from Corey Grotti, a beekeeper out of Eau Claire and an active member of the Chippewa Valley Beekeepers Association. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.